hard pants. This is the way of the dork. Welcome, everybody, to episode 83 of the Four Dorksman Podcast. I'm Nate, a.k.a. the guy that will die on the hill of Do Not Spoil WandaVision for me while I'm sleeping, uh, a.k.a. Angry Nate. I am Nate's raging bile duct. <laughs> this is Collector Clint. <laughs> it would be good if my mic wasn't on mute. <laughs> this is Asian Tony Stark, and I have nothing to follow that witty white. <laughs> Wow. The look on Ryan's roll. face was Wild to bile duct. priceless. Yeah, when he said bile duct, he was just already like, the face was brilliant. Um, anyways, thank you everybody for joining us this week. Uh, a couple of quick housekeeping things. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, make sure you're uh, playing bingo, dorksmanbingo.com. Uh, as usual, shout out to Andrew uh, for building the bingo card. Andrew, we know you and your family are in Texas right now, struggling with the heat and water and all that shit. We're uh, sending our thoughts to you, and hopefully you guys are staying warm, um, and hopefully you guys are back on your feet quickly. Um, also, shout out to Larry for building us the amazing redirect where it's nice and easy for us to uh, get to dorksmanbingo.com. So thank you, Larry, from the STS guys, and Andrew, of course, from the Torby Wine Podcast. All everybody, all those guys. Everybody you just mentioned from both podcasts in Texas, along with uh, you know friends of uh, of Geek Together and, and Secondary Heroes. So everybody who's out in Texas and anywhere, I hope you guys are all staying warm, staying safe. And uh, if there's anything we can do, mm-hmm. not that I think there is, but if there is, please let us know. Yeah, please, 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 please reach out. Uh, Joy, you had like crazy ice and snow and stuff, right? You guys are okay now. Yeah, um, like I was telling Ryan earlier, um, the worst property damage we had was something happened to our mailbox. I don't know if somebody slid into it, which is a distinct possibility, or, um, you know, it's made out of pretty thin metal, so it could have possibly frozen over, and then Mm -hmm. when it thawed, it could have warped it. But um, other than that, we didn't really have any issues. Luckily, uh, the dripping of the sink faucets for, I don't know, five days nonstop, can't wait to see that water bill, uh, seemed to help. Um, because we didn't have any even frozen pipes, let alone busted Great. pipes. Uh, just a couple of branches down, nothing major there. Um, we did we did lose power, but that was part of a um, planned but not announced rolling blackout mm. uh, because they were getting a lot of um, demand on the grid around here, mm-hmm. um, and it was only out for hour and a half or so. And oh, nice. so that was, was that bad. was really the the worst part of it, other than oh. just kind of being literally snowed in for about five days. I've uh, yeah, I had friends. I have some friends that are in Texas that they were going on like 40, 45 hours without power. They like three or four days without water. And now I think just in general, like all of Texas is like on a boil advisory. So for their water, um, it's crazy. It's, I mean, we're not going to get into it because I, there's a lot of politics and a lot of levels to this shit that we, I truly just don't understand myself and I'm trying to learn, but, um, yeah, it's bullshit is, is really the best way that I can explain it. And um, like we said, anyone out there listening that's friends of ours, even friends of friends or whatever, if there's anything that you feel that we can help, please let us know. Even if it's raising awareness, whatever, we'll tweet it. We'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll do whatever we can to help you guys out uh, down there while you guys are getting back on your feet. So we're with you. Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot email. Dorksman at gmail.com. You can always email nah, us. So is everybody else. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah email us don't email us 
we don't care anymore. You make us sad uh, by not emailing us. Um, but moving along, uh, Ask the Dorksman, we love this segment. We know you guys love asking us questions. We love seeing your questions. We love answering your questions. Um, so our questions today, our first question comes from birthday boy, Mark. Hey, M. Rosario. Uh, hey, Mr. Osari. Whatever you want to call him. You've seen him on Twitter. He's there uh, hanging out with us on game nights and stuff. And he's all over Twitter supporting all the podcasts. And uh, he does birthday, his own uh, on his Twitch stream. Yes, he does stream himself on, on the Twitch channels. So make sure you're following him. Um, one other birthday shout out today. Uh, we can't forget Simshu, Mandy. Thank you so much for hanging out with us every week on Friday at Dorksman Game Night. You are... It's been such a support for us. We love it. Thank you so much. So anybody um, who, uh, who who who's uh, who's followed Simshu, um, obviously asks us that pizza question, which I'm not going to repeat. But <laughs> but I will say, please go um, follow her picture today. She made Oreo balls, and they look delicious. Uh, I love Oreo balls. Who doesn't? What what's not to like? I know, right? If Oreos and balls. Who doesn't like? <laughs> those two things together or separately whatever whatever floats your boat um <laughs> anyways that's like a comment Mark's from question. joey from friends what's not to like meat good cheese good what was the other one like yogurt good yeah. <laughs> he's not wrong he's not wrong but not maybe not um, together i don't know yeah maybe, right, not, yeah, maybe, right. maybe not together yeah i feel like completely off topic again i feel like there's like got to be some kind of crazy food combo that has yet to be discovered that is like the greatest thing ever, but you would never think to put those things together. Sort of like bananas and tuna on, on pizza. Uh, uh. I'll let somebody else find it out and then I'll yeah, just go from there. Yeah. And then try, and then I'll go get meat and cheese and be happy. And Oreo balls. <laughs> and yogurt. Yes. And yogurt. Um, anyway, anyway happy, question. happy birthday, friends. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, you too. Wonderful people. Uh, Mark's question. How patient are you with impatient people at con slash Funko booth lines? I am that impatient person. <laughs> Look at all the surprise no, faces on the stream. I, oh, that's that's awful of all of you to, to not say, no, Joey, you're not impatient. Um, no. <laughs> I, Whose voice was that? Uh, no, I don't know. That person just left. They just, a combination of our voices walked, together. They walked in and then walked right back You're out after making a comment. Okay, anyway, go on. Um, Keep going. I've, yes, stay strong. Um, I've only been to two cons. Um, the worst, of course, line-wise being SDCC. And I don't know about anybody else as far as like impatience for the most part man like 99% of the people standing in line including myself are pretty cool especially if you've got somebody to hang out in line with like one morning when Josh and I went early like it was stupid early you know how you got to do if you want to be on the floor when it first opens and we were just chilling talking you know not a problem uh some people around us though were hollering and fussing about stuff and I'm like why why do you have to be that way? So he and I were just talking about that. You know how chill Josh is about stuff. So it wasn't bothering him. The, the, <laughs> right. the one thing that was bothering me was um, I was at the line for, I think it was Entertainment Earth that had uh, the Target dog. Um, oh, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. first to market, whatever, mm-hmm. which is what everybody was getting. I, I know y'all have heard this story. The first day they were letting everybody get 10 and then they ramped it down. By the time I got there that day, it was down to just one per person. But anyway, and they gave out the tickets and it was like the hunger games, like people fighting for the tickets and stuff, which was insane. But the one person that got on my nerves was this guy who did not get a ticket, who was just pacing back and forth in the line just constantly on like on the outskirts of the line, like in the walkway that you would have between two booths. And that's all he was doing was just walking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And that was starting to get on my nerves because it's like, we know what you're doing. Either you're trying to jump in line when nobody's looking or paying attention, or you're trying to find some friend of yours that's there for them to let you cut or something like that. Like that, that's what gets annoying to me. Like, Mm -hmm. if you do honestly have a friend there that's been holding your spot, I'm okay with somebody letting somebody get in line that was maybe there earlier and had to go do something else for the day. But just for you to be pacing around looking for Mm -hmm. your your in to get into the line and stuff like that. Like, you know, the rest of us have been taking our time doing what we're supposed to do. Like, I I think two and a half hours I spent in that line to get that and I think a couple other things for other people. It's like – Stop pacing. We know what you're doing. Go on about your business. Buy it off of eBay later and and be gone because you're starting to get on everybody's nerves. And that's probably the worst one that I've had to deal with. What's funny is that that line, Joey, you're talking about Entertainment Earth, the Target line. That was the first day I met you. At, uh, it was. Ever. Yeah, we. Yeah. I got into the floor walking around. I was like, hey, let's let's meet up with Joey and he stood like three feet taller than everybody in the crowd so it was great i'm always the point of reference for my friends or family whenever we go out places it's like uh okay what kind of hat does joey have on today okay he's got a white hat (laughs) just just look for the white hat in the crowd later it's yeah it's always like that so so don't feel bad i am the point of i am the beacon in the night at the cons that'll be my role yes the lighthouse you make a good sign guy be like the line's capped here and you can see from like <laughs> three blocks people. away i don't want to be the line cap guy yeah. those people get so much crap oh yeah they do i feel bad for those people but they do a great job they do they do a great service for us Fair how about enough. you clint so um i'm also not the biggest con goer compared to others but been to two and the thing is i've been to one kind of by myself and i've been to one with you guys and all everybody at san diego comic-con I think of the it, it first of all myself. I think of it like when you're stuck in traffic. Like it sucks, but everybody else is stuck too. So it's not like you know you're 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 missing out on something because everybody's in the same boat. So it's really hard to get impatient because it makes sense. You see, and the thing is, when you're at a con, especially like San Diego, you see people managing the line. You see people working hard to keep it going, and you respect them for it. So it's really not hard to get impatient. Now, when you do get impatient, um, it depends. You know, I, I've been in lines where people's like, "Oh, this is taking forever." It's like, you know, just hang out, chill. What are you looking to get? You know, oh, I like that too. You know, and then you can start up a conversation, and before you know it, you're in line. But yeah, I, Joey's absolutely correct when you see those people that are just pacing, and 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 you know they're not even there for the right reasons. They get annoying. Um, I did have the similar experience that you had with the tickets to the Hunger Games with Figpin, um, completely on accident. I just happened to be walking back from somewhere, and uh, the Figpin guys are like, "Okay, here's the thing," and you know, he got mauled. I'm surprised nobody got hurt. But I just put my hand up and grabbed a ticket and didn't even try for one and ended up with one. So go figure. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, seriously, I just went like, I walked by, grabbed one and pulled it out and didn't even think twice about it. I wasn't trying. But anyway, my point is um, the impatient people need to chill, especially at a con. Um, you know, 
it, it and usually you, they can usually you just you know, you know sit there talk to them hang out breathe you know whatever but the people that are just too impatient you just gotta ignore um man i mean that's half the fun of going to the con is is seeing everything and smelling you know, everything the, the smells <laughs> i could go without depending <laughs> but um but i mean you're there you know and yeah you're standing in line but no matter where you are in line you, you can see something you can see something of interest you know um the, the line that sticks out to me right now is toddland like i was super excited to get to toddland for the first time you know, I could see his booth from when standing in line. That got me excited. Then mm-hmm. just looking around, you could see other, you know, other booths that you probably wouldn't stop at. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like that, you know, artist print. Or oh, look at that. I never even saw that product before. Whatever the case is, and you know, and then you then there's and like I said, then there's the people. I mean, hell, the Denver Pop Culture Con. The one time I went, we spent half the con on the patio drinking beer, watching all the cosplayers walk in, and that was fun. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you just got to keep perspective when you're in on that. But impatient people. You just gotta help them find their way, and if they can't, you just gotta ignore them. And if you are impatient, bring a buddy because that always it, makes that, a right. Good point. It's not yeah. even hard. Like it helps. It, 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 it yeah, I'm 100 percent with you. It was night and day compared to the lines that I was in with a friend versus the ones I was in without a friend. You know, mm-hmm. like I was in the Todd Land line myself without a friend because I didn't have, I didn't get the pass in advance mm-hmm. or whatever or pre-purchased. However, they did their stuff right. uh, in 2019, so I had to just wait and get you know, in line and whatever was available, go ahead and get it. And that one I was by myself and that, that, that was boring. Uh, so, you know, lesson learned for me, pass along to everybody else, get you a friend and get in line. And then it won't matter if it's, you know, three minutes or three hours, you got to wait. Get yeah. you a friend and get in line. Get you a friend. Get you a friend. Get you a line, buddy. I mean, exactly. that's, I mean, that's the main reason. I mean, I, okay. Like we are all in it for the collectibles, but, I mean, that's the main reason I'm so upset about not having SDCC this last year is not getting to see everybody, Yeah, you know, yeah, because that's, right. that's what I want to do. I want to go hang out with my friends. So if I got to spend three hours in line with Nate or one of y'all waiting for something, I'm fine with that because I'm hanging mm-hmm. out with somebody that I like to hang out with. So who, who cares what I'm doing at the time, whether it's there or, you know, with my butt falling asleep on the grass <laughs> at the Rick and Morty panel or yeah. trying to find a restaurant at three in the morning that's still open. Like all that stuff's fun to me as long as I'm, you know, with friends doing it yep yeah well said before i answer um nate how many cons have you been to um just a handful i'd say like eccc like three times and sccc just once okay so i think you actually beat no actually i think we're even as far as the amount of cons but i've never been to anywhere aside from san diego Mm. unless you count our small little local cons which you can walk around that shit in like 20 minutes so i don't really think that counts (laughs) i mean they count it's still a con yeah, but I was always there to Joy's point to like hang out with friends, you know. Yes, we had celebrities come in, like um Mark Paul Gosler come down, Jason David Franks come down. Um uh, Now Wen is like the one person I've wanted to meet that was slated to come down for three of them. Never been able to lock her in because of something like either her hand got injured or whatnot. Oh, um, but to the question here, <clears throat> how patient am I? It really depends on what line you're in. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, I know that for you guys, you Nate, have you been to Fun Days, Fun Days more than once, or was that the first time? Uh, twice, I've been there twice. twice. Okay, yeah. but for Joey and Clint, I know it's only the first time, and the line was a lot more organized back in 2019 because of the mm-hmm. fact that they had stanchions. They didn't allow people to cut in line at the front, so like camping out wasn't such an important thing. And 
let's be honest, the the whole system about how they give stuff out these days is very different than four years ago. But anyway, right. um, the fun design was a shit show. It always was before 2019. Um, it would be the case where you have one person that comes and then all of a sudden, 50 of their <laughs> friends show up. Yeah. So back then, back 2017, 2018, I'd say that was probably one of the shittier circumstances as far as waiting in lines when it goes to cons because of just the sheer circumstance of the event. But when it comes to other things within the con at SDCC, it's really hit or miss with the booth and the item. If you've ever been in front of like the Marvel booth or the DC booth when they're doing signings, I nearly got trampled back in 2018. Holy True shit. story. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm five, four, you know, I'm, I'm not a big guy. I'm not right. tall like Joey where I can see over everybody. Uh, somebody, I don't remember who it was. They randomly brought them to the DC stage and I was right in the middle of the floor there in the walkway, in the middle walkway. And they made the huge announcement that so-and-so is here and everybody just came rushing from every direction. I'm like, fuck me, I'm going to die. <laughs> you know, right. it's not, it's right. not fun when it gets like that. It's really no, not. definitely not. So for that kind of stuff, I don't have patience because I, there's I really that's... not enough security to go around to like really handle that. And it gives me anxiety now thinking about how the current world is and being around that much people. Mm-hmm. And I was just about to say me. that. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's always been one of the downfalls and I know I don't have a lot of experience, but just from other people's stories is crowd control has always yeah. been an issue at yep. San Diego comic-con and, and th- that, that worries me too about, you know, the next time one is going to happen is how are they going to deal with it? Or is it just going to be like it always has been? And it's just, you know, going to kind of be dealt with, but not really. So right. I, I, I don't know. I feel on that, on that topic, I feel like people are going to be, it's going to be a mess. The first con is going to be an absolute mess purely because people are so good. They're going to be super excited to be back amongst friends, back amongst doing normal things. And I feel like, like Ryan said this before, like many, many episodes ago, we're going to need some kind of social reintroduction to how to behave <laughs> in public. And a lot of people are going to need that because we're all been stuck inside for well going on a year by the time we all get vaccinated and everything starts opening up. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I feel like I've changed a lot during the pandemic in terms of how I see people, even watching TV gives me anxiety with like the crowds. And I know that people that are filming that they're doing like the new, everyone's taking precautions and stuff. But whenever I see a crowd on TV now, I'm just like, I don't want to be anywhere near that. So I want to be at cons. I want to go to fun days. I want to see all you guys, but it's going to be, it's going to be different. And we're going to have to, we're going to have to wait and see how different that really is when, you know, when the time comes, I think. Honest truth as well. How many people actually really want to wear pants? Because <laughs> I, huh? I, I mean, tr- <laughs> truth, truth. Okay. The only times that I've worn like quote unquote hard pants within the last year <laughs> aside from like when i out. was in vancouver and seattle last year almost a year ago they seen mm-hmm. you nate right other than that yeah. the only two times i've ever worn jeans were when the wife and i went out to dinner for our anniversary and last sunday when we went out to dinner for valentine's aside from that nice. i wear <laughs> um i wear shorts at home obviously i wear basketball shorts to sleep and i don't i'm i guess for you guys a sweatpants thing obviously is going to be a big thing because it's cold it's not cold here boy but yeah, I don't wear hard pants. So that would be that would be a reintroduction. Number one change. Yeah. I get it. wearing pants. I get it. In <laughs> fact, I I wore them today and the minute I What just happened? He muted himself. 
Did you mute yourself there, Clint? I think he might have yeah, unplugged he, himself. He by got us. so crazy with his yeah about his, his hard pants. He unplugged yeah. himself, and now he's muted himself because he doesn't want to say anything bad. He's how like, how about now? Hello, hello. Oh, there he's you back. go. He's back. He's back. Oh, he came back. I don't know what happened. That was crazy. I'm glad I got so excited. Like Joey said, he gave you a play by play. <laughs> but um, yes, hard pants. I, I wore them today, and I I I almost took them off on the way up to the stairs to the bedroom to change my sweatpants because they're they're weird now. <laughs> pants are weird. That's the title. Pants, pants are weird. Right. I down. wore them a couple of times because we went. Um, like you guys seen the pictures? Lisa and I went out to um, uh, the Capilano Suspension Bridge. So it's like it's outdoors. It's kind of cold. Uh, we went at night, and there's a bit of walking and stuff. So I wore jeans then, and it was just like the most, the most awkward feeling to wear pants because normally it's just shorts and sweats. So it's very weird. Oh, that's the bridge you were telling me to go check out, right? I yeah, yeah, the yeah. Name. yeah. We never even made it out to yeah. do that. So, you should next time you're here. Anyway, does, uh, Nate, do you got an answer to <laughs> Mark's original question here? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I like, same with you guys. It's like, I actually enjoy, I'm not one of those impatient people because I know what I'm getting myself into. When I, 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 when I go to a con, I do what I am prepared to do for, like, there's a purpose for everything that I do. So if my purpose was to um, stand in line for hours waiting for a pop, that's what my purpose is. And I have no one to blame but myself if the line goes like six hours long. Like if I'm not going to do something, like I think people need to realize if you're going to a con, you got to do what you want to do. Yeah. Just because you're yeah, yeah. going to go and do something just for the sake of doing it, you will hate yourself and you will not have a good time. Mm -hmm. So that's why when I get into a line, I know what I'm doing and I am prepared for that. And I enjoy I bring a buddy. Usually I'm with MC, uh, just giving rag on him for like six hours. It's like time passes by like it's nothing. Right? <laughs> um, and that's why one thing that I loved about fun days, this past fun days that we went to, which was like a year and a half ago now, yeah, um, was we all got to hang out in the line. And it was just when we were planning the event, when we were planning to get together for fun days, we made it very clear is that we didn't want to be those people that Ryan saw years back one person holding a line for 30 people. We had like a big crew with us going in and we made sure that everybody was there to be res just respectful of other people. And if everyone is just respectful of someone else in the line, everything, everyone is much happier. And if you're not, if you're impatient, I'm sorry, but maybe going to a con where you have to stand in line for more than an hour is not for you. You know, it's not for everybody. That, that's standing in line. And we weren't even like in the front of the line. I don't no. know if we were in the middle of the line. But well, who, gotta, who cares? But we, uh, we had a great time. Yeah. Oh, you're, yeah, you have tickets. You're getting in. So yeah. it but really everybody matter, was but... jealous of us too because we actually had that small little patch of we shit. Had that oh, yeah. Shade. We had the shade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was so nice. Yeah, was but so that's nice. because, we, I mean, we planned that because, like you said, we weren't like trying to get in the front. We weren't trying mm -hmm. to push our way or save spots. We were like, we're going to camp here. People show up and we did. And it was, it was just, it worked out really well. I honestly don't know how we're going to beat that waiting in line next time we do it, but I'm anxious to try. It'll work. See, the, we'll, we'll make it happen. The waiting in line thing, even though I've only been to two cons, like I, I've been to amusement parks many, 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 many times sure. before. Um, and so that, that kind of queue experience kind of gets you prepped for it. And, you know, most of the time it's outdoors and the, you know, sweltering Florida heat in my case, you know, because I've been to Disney and universal a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. So as impatient as I normally am, 
I'm kind of like with Nate when I know what I'm signing up for and I know, oh, hey, I'm about to go stand in line for an hour to ride this ride or I'm about to go stand in line for two hours to try to get this collectible. As long as I know what I'm getting myself into, it doesn't really bother me that much. Uh, The only reason Disneyland or amusement park might be different is then you got the kid element. You know what I mean? I mean, no offense, but kids are not good at standing in line (laughs) regardless. So no, they're not. Yep. So either wives. Either are wives, well, and apparently either are uh, many, uh, many nerds based on these stories. So it's true. Nerds anyway, don't Mark, be like that. Yeah. Be like Mark. Be patient. Be like Mark. Be patient. Be nice. Be, smile at everything. Yeah. Be happy. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. There you go. Anyways, happy birthday again, Mark. Thank you for the question. Yes, happy birthday. Um, and happy birthday. You guys yeah, share and, birth- and birthday twins. Birthday buddies. I don't, I, I have a feeling you're not the same age though. Nothing personal. <laughs> I just don't think you are. <laughs> Nate, I'm not Nate. Hello. What am I saying, Nate? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's me. Mark is a young Hi. lad. He is a young lad. Yes. How old is Mark? Are we are we taking guesses? Uh, hey, he's like 21, isn't he? He's like super young. Yeah, isn't? I was gonna say he's got to be under 25. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say early 20s myself. I was gonna say 19. No, I think he's. I think I think he's of age to drink. He's of age. Okay. I so think. he and Austin are kind of close in age, right? Because Austin <laughs> yes. just made 21 last year mark how old are you tell us please we're very curious how old are you now anyway let's get on to another question we got a whole (laughs) podcast to do uh terrible terrible time wasting off topic wonderfulness i love it uh our next question comes from our buddy sean um sean thank you for the question it is his twitter is el loco gaijin Gaijin. Gaijin? Okay, there you go. Thank you, Ryan, for the pronunciation lesson. You're welcome. Um, His question is, if you had to give up playing games on one of the big three consoles, which one would you say bye-bye to and why? So I'm assuming the big three would be Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. Well, and I think we're going to go for this argument. We'll go the the PlayStation 5, the Nintendo Switch, and I don't know what the new Xbox is called, but Xbox X? X. Okay. Mm -hmm. Series X. Yep. Um, I, I don't have experience with the five or the X yet, so I'm just going to base it off of the most recent generations before that. Um, I, I've never been like a huge Xbox person, so it would actually not be very difficult for me to pick the Xbox and say, nope, this one's gone. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I know a lot of people because Xbox was one of the first ones or maybe in their first one where you could like uh, play uh, online. Um, I don't know. Somebody maybe would correct me on that. Yeah, it is somebody. because of Halo. Um, yeah. Halo was yeah. so in Xbox Live. Was the- <laughs> yeah. So I really think that's why a lot of people are hardcore Xbox fans that either go Xbox or PlayStation and don't get both. Um, really, Halo is the only thing that I've ever been – you know, oh, I've got to have an Xbox so I can play Halo. And I, I, I did. I had a, a 360, and then McGuire had gotten the Xbox One. Like, is that the one right before the X? Was that the mm-hmm. most yeah. recent one? Yeah, yeah, the one, the One uh, S, and the One X. Yeah. So, you know, we played a little bit on that one, too. Um, but again, I don't know if this is fair for me, but the Xbox is pretty easy just to say, no, nah, I'm going to give that one up. I think if I had to pick just one, I think that would be a little bit more... Uh, difficult to do to say oh well you just have to pick one to stick with for the, like the rest of your life or something like that no that would be difficult mm-hmm. um to do so uh i i, I have 
my answer is I'd give up the Xbox and I have a completely stupid rand and I have a not very justified <laughs> answer. So I actually cannot recall ever playing the Xbox of any any edition. Um, I, I have a PlayStation 1 here. I remember playing play, PlayStation 2. I don't think I've ever played PS3 or PS4. But um, So that's my like completely unfair, stupid answer is the Xbox be the one. But the other reason I get rid of Xbox, and this isn't necessarily even the fairest answer either, PlayStation, I, obvi- okay, first of all, obviously, you know I'm sticking with Nintendo. I don't think anybody's surprised with that. But I go a Xbox. shock to me. Right, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> but um, I'd give her the Xbox just because PlayStation has Spider-Man and mm. as of right now, Fall Guys rather than anyone else. And I'm not a big Halo fan. That's the only reason. But that's that's mm. really not even fair either. But that's the best answer I got for you. My answer is probably going to surprise you guys. Let me rewind a little bit and say uh, old me would have said get rid of PlayStation because I don't I haven't owned a uh, current generation console since the ps3 which i still have uh i think i mentioned before i got it for free but it's basically a glorified media player never really used it for gaming was using it as a blu-ray player um but current me ever since i got this new pc for um streaming and everything i've come to realize that i probably should have gotten a bigger hard drive because everything i can do with my xbox i can do on my pc i can Mm -hmm. play halo on my pc I can play Warzone, all the other Microsoft-type games on my PC. So, current me is looking at my Xbox sitting on the right of me right now and saying, like, yeah, you're probably not going to be... That is surprising. You're right. I mean, but it's the truth. Yeah. That's actually... That actually changed my answer, Ryan, because initially I was thinking, like, I was going to say Xbox purely because... Like I said, I grew up with Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. Well, not grew up. I mean, grew up in Nintendo, but Xbox Live was like my first in with multiplayer games. But with Game Pass now being on PC, mm-hmm. there's really no reason to own an Xbox. You can literally play every Xbox game on Windows PC. And I would, I wouldn't own a Mac because I'm just that's just not my purpose. I don't have a purpose for a Mac. Mm-hmm. And if I were to upgrade my PC, I would absolutely get a Windows PC. And Based on that fact alone, I can play all those Xbox games with my Xbox Live friends still. So I would absolutely do what Ryan would do, just get rid of my Xbox, keep my PlayStation 5. Um, yeah, uh, that's that. Thank you, Ryan, for changing my mind and helping me think of the future. The only caveat um, <laughs> I will say in this whole thing, though, is if you are a couch person and you like to sit on your couch and play on a 55-inch or a 60-inch TV, mm-hmm. the Xbox still has a place in this whole equation. Right. Sure. But if you're into competitive gaming and you're sitting in front of a 32-inch or a 27-inch actual computer monitor that's designed for high refresh rates and, you know, fancy gameplay, then yes, PC will always win. I mean, add to boot, also you got a better graphics processor, better things all involved in it. So your immersive experience in the game is definitely going to be mm-hmm. But again, if you're a couch person and you just enjoy playing Forza or something that's not super competitive and you want to be comfortable, then... Xbox again will still have its. Sorry, Sean. I don't know if that really answers your question from my side. I'm just trying to give you the lay of the land. That's all. Being overly so analytical as Ryan does, as I that's do, that's what he does, as he does. But yeah, that's a good point because then, like, you can get a ridiculous ultra wide monitor mm-hmm. with like crazy refresh rate and everything, mm-hmm. um, and your games are going to look so much better on a PC than on a on a console just just because that's just the way it is yep there's there's just you can add 
16 video cards to your computer if you wanted and then get like the craziest graphics you want ever yeah your homeboy so. doctor disrespect has like a fifteen thousand dollar cpu your ridiculous. homeboy i would love to do that one day just blow like i don't know months worth of salary on a computer <laughs> for no good reason just just say that i did but i'm not gonna do that because all right then yeah do it <laughs> anyways do it yeah okay yeah do it i'll do it i'll do it Ryan told me to, so I'm going to do it um, because that's how we do things around here. Um, Peer pressure. Yeah. Under pressure. But Sean, I'm sure uh, Clint's already reached out to you uh, to get your answer on this. Uh, thank mm -hmm. you for the question. We love Acid Orchman questions. Please keep them coming. We do have a long queue. Um, it needs to be longer. <laughs> it does need to be longer because we do, we, are, we, we do love the questions and we always have we're always looking for more. Um, but Sean's question did uh, bring up a good point and tie into what we're talking about today. Um, so if you were paying attention this week, it was the Nintendo Direct. Uh, they basically announced a whole bunch of Nintendo games that are coming out over the next year or so, maybe longer. We mm -hmm. I don't even longer, know exactly. Yeah. Um, but we thought we'd get together this week and talk about Nintendo in general. Because a lot of us, I think the four of us for sure, grew up on Nintendo games. Uh Grew up on Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and 64, all that. Um, I know Clint's an avid Switch player. You can catch him on Tuesday nights and mm -hmm. play with him. Um, so, yeah, we just wanted to talk all things Nintendo this week and take a look forward as well. So, favorite class of Nintendo game. Why don't we start with Clint and let, it, and let yeah, him let, let's tell us what he was most there. excited about from the, 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 from the direct. direct. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm a Nintendo fanboy versus the other ones, as you know. But I... I definitely am slower on the list than a lot of others out there. So the Direct had some really cool stuff to it. Um, I'm just trying to think of all of it. I know they announced a new character in Smash, which was from uh, Z-Blade, which is not a game I've ever played, but I know it's got a very high reviews. Um, I know people go crazy in Smash. I'm not a big fighting game fan personally, but I know people love Smash Brothers and their announcements. So, I mean, good on them. Um, that's. I hope they're excited. I hope that's something they wanted, and I hope they enjoy playing it. Um I'm trying to think what else there was a lot of fun little games there was a new plant versus zombies game i didn't know that was still happening i mean i remember playing plants versus zombies what in like 2008 <laughs> it seems like it was a while ago but anyway yeah but i mean hey awesome cool thing um they had a lot of games that were geared more towards i think the japanese market which we were talking before the podcast makes a lot of sense since i know playstation i think playstation actually has a better market share grasp there than any of the others i could be wrong but i think i recall hearing that so it makes sense they'd be doing a lot of that um some of it i followed some of it i don't i mean there was there was games happening in heaven where demons were fighting and there were games where uh there were just there was just all kinds of randomness but you know something for everybody but the things that stuck out to me that i'm excited for that come out of this um first is mario golf and i don't know if you guys ever played mario golf i haven't played since the nintendo but this one looked sweet Partially because I know I've talked about this before, the online play. It looks like you can play online against people. And not only is it golf, it's like high action golf. Like you don't stop moving, you hit the ball, you keep going. Uh, you know, it's like a race essentially, which could be really neat to see people play online. Um, there was for everybody out there, like our like Nate's brother Gary, there was Animal Crossing mentioned, and they're bringing a whole bunch of Mario themes items into it because Mario is celebrating the 35th anniversary for a little while longer here. That'll be fun. I think that'll be... I might even have to plug in and try playing that again for that. Um, 
I was actually surprised, and I know Joey and I have talked about this along with others. I was hoping they talk more about the new Overcooked game, but they didn't. Um, nope. But that should be coming out next month. Uh, and the nice thing about that is, I believe it has both versions: the first and second one, and oh, nice. you can play it online cross-platform. So don't be surprised yes. if we end up getting that and playing that. That looked really cool. So something, to, something outside of the Switch, but that still seems really cool that they shouldn't have announced. But anyway. Um, I'm trying. I know there's something else I'm missing. Oh, they, they're re-releasing Skyward Sword: Legend of Zelda, which is coincidentally mentioned today because today is actually the 35th anniversary of the Legend of Zelda for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Fun little story for you guys. Uh, I'm wearing my my Zelda shirt off to show you here in a little bit, but um, that's cool. I've never played it, so I don't know what to expect with that. And um, but the big announcement that they saved towards the end is they are coming out with a third Splatoon game. If you guys do come to our game night on Tuesday when we play, uh, we play Splatoon every couple of weeks and we've really gotten to enjoy it, have some fun playing with it. So having a new new weapons, new lands, new everything is is an exciting, but that's not until 2022. So I think those were the highlights of the Nintendo Direct that I can recall, unless anybody else had anything they thought they saw or wanted to add on to that. Well, there was the, um, I don't think you mentioned the uh, Animal Crossing. I did. Uh, mm. You did? Okay. Mm. Uh, well, I just wanted to bring that back up. I, I, I definitely think that's going to probably bring some more people back to it. Um, obviously, when quarantine first started, um, that was a huge um, draw for people that mm -hmm. were stuck at home. I know it was mm -hmm. difficult getting a Switch and that game uh, because of the oh hype around it. Nah, I, still think Nintendo, yeah. I still think Nintendo is, re is responsible for the pandemic. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. Um, <laughs> that's what I, I was going to say. That was the joke that everyone yeah. was saying. And then I think I, a few months into it, I think the hype kind of died down because I think there was other stuff that was coming around. Like, you know, all that stuff cyclical. Um, but I, I think really bringing the, the Mario part to it is going to, A, I think, um, bring people back into it that got away from it and may even bring some new people into it that were not before. Some people mm -hmm. that are maybe hardcore nintendo mario metroid type people you know zelda whatever that were like eh, animal crossing i don't know about that and then oh it's got a mario dlc now yeah i'm gonna mm -hmm. go ahead and check that out now so mm -hmm. uh, you know good for them I, I i think that's great that they're you know bringing that for you know for people and and that mm -hmm. should get people interested again i was sorry go ahead Clint. no after you um for as much as they announced there was i was more disappointed in the things that they didn't announce than the yeah. things they did announce. And I hate to be that guy because yeah. there's always that guy that is like crying about why wasn't this? Like, and I hate doing that because I don't like people that do that, but I'm going to be that guy uh, this time because I'm not a big Nintendo fan mm -hmm. in the sense that like, I'm not like, I'm not hardcore waiting for Nintendo games to come out. And the ones that really capture me are the ones that like the big names, like super like Mario golf. I'm 100% in. You'll see me on Tuesday nights playing with Clint Ooh. when that drops, like for sure. I Hold promise you that. that's happening. All right. Um, but like the lack of Metroid, the lack of a new Mario Kart game mm. after all these years just really, it doesn't really rub me the wrong because I know Nintendo has a purpose. They always do these things for a reason. Like Nintendo is probably the most strategic <laughs> uh, game release, like game company that I can think of in mm -hmm. terms of releases and why they do things, they'll never tell you why they they're not doing something or why they're doing something, but there's always a reason for it. Why is Metroid been shelved? Who knows? Nintendo has a, has a crazy so. method or some kind of method to their yeah. madness. It's yeah. the 35th anniversary this year of that game as well. So I really hope they do something. Right. Well, maybe there's something in the works and they're just not telling us yet. I hope so. You know, I hope so. Fall release they... And all of a sudden they just say, by the way, boom. 
Well, that's that, I mic. mean that's the thing. The direct was only supposed to be for the first half of the year in theory. Mm -hmm. Um, even though they they went beyond that a little bit, but um, Metroid. I mean, Metroid has a big following. Oh, too. it's huge. Metroid yeah, and Samus right. have a huge following. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they ignore it, but look at how many people cosplay as Samus at the cons. Well, I mean, and, right? I mean, take out the sexual nature that they've added to Samus, which is a whole other discussion. <laughs> and I wasn't like, even going I, there, but yeah, you have. A no, 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 no. I know, but it. it I mean, t I think today people think of Samus. They don't think of the completely you know mm -hmm. body armor person the armor. Think of, the think of the zero suit with yeah, yeah the the, the <laughs> silhouette hourglass figure and, mm -hmm. um you know the like the first three metroid games i mean you knew she was a woman but you didn't ever really see her face or her body and mm -hmm. they were great you know and i i'm not gonna lie i haven't played many after that but um the, yeah, the games themselves are fantastic and yeah. have, like i said have a huge following and i'd love to see more of it i don't know what they're doing but I, I, Nate, I have the same faith you do. I think they have a plan, and I hope they're they're following through on it. But, but like y'all said, it is it is frustrating, you know, as a Nintendo fan, and and probably one of the reasons why I'm not as anxious to continue to buy their new system every time they come out. Now, my my daughter does have a Switch, so if something mm -hmm. great came out, I could always, you know, use that one. But the, here's the thing. I, I mean, and and Nate and Clint and Ryan, maybe you can correct me here, but I'm I'm saying their three biggest properties are Mario, Metroid and link slash zelda mm -hmm. as far as far as as far as of all time, as yes that's what i'm talking okay. about going okay. going back if you span their whole history okay. to, to me it seems like they should do some kind of rotation where you know on a cycle all those three get some kind of new game you know what i'm saying it may not be all three of them every year mm -hmm. but you could do okay so this year's a new Mario. Next year's a new Metroid. The year after that's a new Zelda. I, I, mm -hmm. I don't think that's overkill to where people would get tired of it. No. I mean, crap, some of the games out there, like Call of Duty, for example, it's like a every year thing. You know, mm -hmm. there's plenty of games that release a new yeah. one every year. And, right. And I understand, and, and Nate understands more than any of us, you know, the manpower and the time that it takes to go into that. But I would think if anybody, Nintendo would have the resources to be able to, you know, cycle through those and, and have something new. To me, it's infuriating that you've had this Switch out for several years now, right? It's been, what, two or three years since the Switch came out? At least, it's been at least three. It might even be more. I can't remember. How have, you not, have you not had uh, Mario Kart 9? Did, I can answer did, that. Yeah. that I can actually that. answer that question. Okay. And I, and I first of all, I agree with you. Like, get it. It's been three. Is it, Mario Kart has been out since basically like two months after the Switch came out. We get it. But the problem is, it still sells. For 2020, the top 10 video games that sold on Amazon for the whole year, like Mario Kart 8 was three. I believe it. Every, every video game. I mean, that's the thing. People are still buying it. So they haven't saturated the market. So why really, and I, I, from a business standpoint, why release it again? You know what I mean? Why release something new if you already have something out there that's selling? I'm not, I, I now as a, as a fan, yes. Like we've played the shit out of Mario Kart. We have played it a lot on streams. We have played it a lot individually. And Joey, you know this too. It's the same game from the, the Wii U. That's so exactly my point, yeah. So it's like, yes, as a fan, I want a new Mario Kart game. I'm playing this one over and over. And, and don't get me wrong, we still have fun playing it, but it would be so much more to have a new game with new new levels or remastered levels like they like to do. Just new. I'm with you. But damn it, the thing still sells. Yeah, from a revenue perspective, you got to think mm. of their board of directors, right? They're like, right. if it ain't broke and we're still generating passive income, if you guys want to look at it in that respect here, 
mm-hmm. why are we going to drop another one? It just it allows for the anticipation to build and to mm-hmm. build and to build and to the point of this discussion today when they talk about their releases for the first half of 2021 and the fact that there is nothing said about Mario Kart, people disappointment mm-hmm. and it fuels the fire. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably a good business strategy to be honest. But I mean, the same, you know, at the same time, I think they need to be careful. And I think maybe y'all could chime in a little bit more because I'm, I'm just trying to go off memory here. I, I'm not going to Google it right now, <laughs> but wasn't it right before the Wii? finally came out that they there was rumors that they were going to be going kind of like what Atari did and going to software only because mm-hmm. they had been kind of overtaken market share wise by Sony and Microsoft. And then all of a sudden the, the Wii came and it was like just this, and, and it definitely was so evolutionary or revolutionary for that time period with the interaction that you could do, mm-hmm. you know, that that's what kind of saved them from from going down the line. I've always heard that. I don't know how true it is uh, as to whether that that really was going to happen. But, I mean, you have to start thinking, you know, could they possibly find themselves in that same situation again? You know, I mean, how many more times can you innovate in the market to keep your hardware relevant, to keep your software Mm. afloat? You know, I mean, because it's... I don't want to say it's gimmicky because I, I think the switch is less gimmicky. Like I understand it incorporates the stuff that the Wii did well, you know, with the motion and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's got the portable feature. If, you know, I guess you want to call that, although the Wii U had that portable feature uh, to it, not, just, just, yeah. no, just not as great. I mean, we right. know that we know right. you couldn't really take your Wii U with you and, mm-hmm. and play away from the, the television or whatever, besides right. from the next room. But at the same point, like I'm trying to make at what point is that all over with? Because, like, PlayStation and Microsoft tried that. They were like, you know what? That's not our thing. Like, our thing is, you know, who we have licenses from and, you know, our graphics and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, so they're not really gimmicky. You know, they're just sticking to, hey, we're just going to make a really great system, you know, for our users. Where Nintendo, I think, still has to fish around for that. Even though they shouldn't have to because they have those licenses that they will never part ways with. I, I don't know. Yeah, they, I don't know. I if agree. Ten years from now, they don't come down and end up being software only, like they've had well, to consider in the past. Maybe last, not last necessarily. March, fact, sorry, go ahead, Clint. No, I do. I do. I was gonna say maybe not necessarily software only, but to your guys' point, I feel, and you know, this is me. I'm not the expert on Nintendo stuff. Clint is here, but coming from my perspective, I feel like their strength and their core strength here is their IP. Which they will never 100%, give up, you know? 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, look what we talked about just from the direct. Everything we talked about is an IP that they own. Like, mm-hmm. we talked, you know, I, not a little everything. Bit. One right, thing that right. I was going to bring up, and I find interest in this, um, I guess the three of you probably are a little different in your mindset here, but um, being that I didn't see the direct, I was looking through the list at Nate's stent. I like the fact there's, there's the Capcom Arcade Stadium. Mm-hmm. I, I was an avid oh. Street Fighter 2 player in my, like, you know, my eight-year-old self. <laughs> I used to love going to the bowling alley with my parents and they were bowling. And, of yep. course, those days you could smoke in the alley. So, of course, that was a mm-hmm. shit time for all of us. But putting your quarter <laughs> on the machine and being like, I got next. Yep. So, by the way, for anybody listening to this, go download that arcade now. And I believe until the 25th, the arcade version of uh, of um, 
goblins. What is it? Um, and ghouls and goblins. Ghosts, yeah, ghosts oh, and goblins nice. is available for download for free for that. Dope. So Do and and right there might even be more free downloads coming up. So keep an eye on that. But yeah, yes, good call. Good call. There's a lot of good games on here, like Street Fighter 2, obviously. There's Street Fighter mm -hmm. 2 Turbo, Super Street Fighter 2. What else do I see on here? I used There's to the 1942, 1943 oh, on there. Yes. I was just going to say that. Yeah, um, yeah there's some guys on here. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of good times playing that. Strider. Ooh, of course, yes. we're showing our age by seeing all these games. Yeah. And like, yeah, I used to love that. I didn't see more. Mega Man on there, though. That's what they really need. Well, but Mega I, Man was I an arcade go. game, though. Uh, you're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. It was not. You're right. But, um, Yes. So, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's there's more to it than that. And I actually 100% agree with Joey that they they do the gimmick thing and they've always had a gimmick thing. Um, let's go back real quick to the Wii. Uh, I don't know, about an hour, a year into it, then they came out with Wii Motion Plus where you had to buy another mm -hmm. adapter to put in your right. controller to make it more sensitive. And um, they've always had, you know, the Wii Fit, you know, the, the big old power pad-like thing that you had to have that. I, I still have it. I still, I actually have, yeah, I, I haven't used it in a long while, but I have it. Like they do gimmicky things like that. I 100% agree. And they probably don't have to, but they choose to. The Wii and the Wii U were interesting because they didn't have nearly the interest from individual and independent developers that they have today for the Switch, which is nice. Um, they definitely kind of got up. But what's funny uh, to go along with the gimmick is they understand that those, more the Wii U didn't sell great for whatever reason. I'm not here to get into that. But they report all the games that are from it. It drives me mm -hmm. crazy as somebody who has a Wii and a Wii U and everything else. Um, they've done it with you know the Mario games. They're doing it with the Zelda games now. Um, it's crazy, but it's an interesting strategy that they're selling the same games just on a different system with very few enhancements. But it seems to work. Mm -hmm. Again, strength of the IP. Right. I mean, and, and Mario Kart. Mario Kart's the the prime example of that. I mean. Mm -hmm. Mario Kart 8 came out, God, what, like seven years ago for the Wii U? It's some ridiculous it's, number. It's been out for a while. Quite yeah. A while. I, so, and Joey, I'm with you. And I, I, I like to think that they have, hell, for all we know, they have it developed and they're just waiting for sales to go down before they're like, okay, time to release nine. You know <laughs> what I mean? I mean, I wouldn't put it past them because, I mean, they've had time to develop it. They know it's a huge IP. And by the way, IP is uh, intellectual property in case anybody didn't catch that. And <laughs> I don't know who's listening. We appreciate you listening regardless. But yes, their IP, Mario is for sure it. But I mean, you know, Zelda, we've talked about Zelda. Mm -hmm. We've talked about Metroid. Um, even like Kirby is a big one. Splatoon is a big one. They're they're not the exclusive owner, but they're the um, exclusive uh, uh, hardware manager for Pokemon. Um, you know, they still have Donkey Kong. They still have Kid Icarus. They still have uh, F-Zero. Like the list goes on and on of their IPs. Mm -hmm. And you're absolutely right. That's where their strength is. So while you guys were talking, I was Googling it. Um, I went to VG Sales, which is uh, the, I guess, the, the most accurate outside of an actual Nintendo source because they actually pull sales data from Nintendo. Mm -hmm. um, so their most popular franchises um, for, there's no doubt it was Mario's number one. Mm -hmm. like, 700 million plus units sold across Mario specific games. Okay. Number two is Pokemon, which is not surprising. Nope. Uh, number three is the Wii series. So I'm not like exactly. Wii Sports? Yeah. Wii Sports. I wonder if the uh, me or uh, me, the me, the game where you're actually playing is your me. Yeah. Me Tomo. Is that what it's called? Either uh, way. I wonder if that's included yeah. in there. Yeah. Wii 
yeah all the wii games okay. um wii sports sold 82 million copies yeah wow. and that's still a great game actually that yeah. is still an awesome game to play with your like family you're like hey you know let's what about the old wii u and play some play some tennis mm. and then do they have that for the switch yet like do they have like a, a sports not a type? sports nope they have ring that. fit adventure which is uh just an exercise thing which i use it takes oh. my ass every day nice uh, that's pretty great um but you'll be surprised to know that metroid is not even in the top 10 well not anymore because they haven't done anything with it yeah, yeah. True. That, that's part of the yeah. part of the kicker there it's like it's it's what helped i don't want to say helped launch them because i mean that's i do Mario, i do but <laughs> it, helped, it helped sustain them in their that, early years that first metroid, metroid game Zelda. is awesome i went out and back mm-hmm. and played it even when i think like the nintendo 64 came out and actually like i think it's the first time i actually got all the way through the game it was it, like for being a game that at that time was 15 years old is still awesome. Like they could do so much. I mean, we all know how good super Metroid is like, regardless of mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. like, you know, super Metroid is a badass game still. Oh, today, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I don't understand why they're, they've done that, what they do. And I mean, again, we know so many fans, um, myself included, that would love to see it. And I mean, I, I have not played, you know, prime or M or any of those games, but you know, they exist for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I I'm surprised they haven't done a new Donkey Kong anything as well. Tro- they, did, very they, long time. they did Tropical Freeze um, on the Wii and then re-released it on the... Or no, the Wii U and they re-released it on the Switch. Yeah. So they reported oh, okay. that one. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So, correct me if I'm wrong, Clint. There was rumors at some point they were going to be doing a Switch 2. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some kind of like upgraded version with better hardware, whatnot. Um, can we, can we just like cross our fingers that they're gonna launch that with a Metroid? <laughs> we absolutely. Could. So you know, one thing that kind of was fun out of indirect out of this is you know they had multiple announcements, including Splatoon three, that were twenty twenty two, which to me says the Switch is still their focus on primary development and they're not going away from it yet. Mm-hmm. So that's always a good thing because I mean you know planned obsolescence sucks ass. We all know that as we talked about with all the different Xbox series and PlayStation series and every Nintendo system that is not backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. But uh, hearing those dates makes me feel better that a the Switch is still going to be around. Now I I'd be down with another Switch. Um, I I don't know what that would entail necessarily because you know is it is it better battery life? I mean are they improving the the definition and the sound? Um, but you know of course that stuff comes at a cost of weight and heat and all the other stuff that. You know, you guys all know about for hardware, but mm-hmm. um, that rumor's been around forever now. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would. I, I, I'm not against it. I'd be mm-hmm. fine with it. And but I mean, as somebody who, as somebody who bought the Switch day one, I don't want to buy mm-hmm. another one. You know what I mean? Right. But right. at the same time, um, you will. I probably would. And not <laughs> only that, though. Um, I mean, it, the, the systems themselves seem to be selling pretty damn well still to this date. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look at um. I mean, March is my best example. March, you could not find them to save your goddamn life. No, you could not. And that went to at least, I feel like, June. And then they kind of finally started being more and more available. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. But it was something like that. Like, you couldn't find... Like, when we did the... Okay, how about this? When we did our uh, Nerd Unite Con in July, they were hard to find. I know, because I happened to be at Target at 7 in the morning, and they happened to have them there, and I had to buy it, because that's the only way we were going to get it in time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... You know, this goes back to the whole Mario Kart 8 discussion. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. Yeah, I don't know how much more time and effort they're going to... I don't know what the 
thinking process is behind Sony or Nintendo or PlayStation when they finally decide, oh, hey, it's it's time for for a new console uh, to come out. But it's 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 kind of um, suspicious that Nintendo and uh, not Nintendo, excuse me, that Sony and PlayStation usually have the, <laughs> theirs coming out at the same time, same time. and Nintendo doesn't mm-hmm. um, usually plan theirs around there. So I, I'm assuming they probably try for some kind of bid cycle. Uh, and I know they have a certain life. Uh, I don't remember what it is. I remember seeing something. It's like a year range, like, sure. I don't know, five to seven years or seven to nine years, something like that before they, you know, come up with a new one. But mm-hmm. I, I think Nintendo just does their own thing. I don't think they really care. I think they used to do that early on, and I think at this point they're just like, you know what, we'll just come up with one when we're ready, when we when we think it's necessary, when we think it'll sell some units, and mm-hmm. you know maybe when technologies come along enough to where you know, like you're saying, you know, with you know battery size, mm-hmm. you know, if you want it to to last longer or you want to have a bigger graphics card, then you have to increase the size of the 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 controller or the screen, whatever you want to refer to it as, um, or you just wait until the technology decreases the size of that so you don't I, I don't know what it is but you know they'll have something coming out here within the next several years they're not oh yeah oh yeah with something right agreed 100 percent, 100 the nice thing about nintendo and i think nate wanted to go this way this discussion which i completely agree with is it's just been around forever yes i mean we've talked mm-hmm. about you know what nate before we do that i'm curious what the other uh ips are do you still have that up yes i'd love to know what the other seven are uh for the top 10 yeah uh, zelda Number four, mm-hmm. Donkey Kong number five. Wow. Uh, okay. Then Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Super Smash Brothers. Mm. Uh, then Game and Watch. Okay. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> oh man, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. There's, game and Watch yeah. is. Well, they re-released a, a Game and Watch that you could get um, through Amazon. I believe it was exclusive to maybe mm-hmm. Clint. Do you know? No, you can get it anywhere. You're talking about the was new Mario it? one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Kirby. Okay, Kirby, I was going to say, I thought Kirby would higher on the list. What was the last one you said? Brain Age. Mm, That has has to be popular in another country. (laughs) We're all dummies here, so it can't be here. Train your brain in minutes a day. Yeah. Interesting. Yes, yeah. Um, but see, like, like Animal Crossing would be higher if it existed longer. It's not, it only showed up like the GameCube, I think. So it hasn't Mm -hmm. been around for a long time. And um, I mean, Kirby's been around for a while, but it has a specific audience. Even though I'm not a part of it, I have like the Kirby games, but but you have to also keep in mind that they they're they sell a lot of DSs and DSIs. And, oh yeah, um, that is where a lot of these games, people that are commuting in in Asia are mm-hmm. literally they're buying it and playing it on the train every day, and and that's to us here that's not really a thing. We listen to our phones, we listen to podcasts, whatever you know, we'll play on our Switch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a lot of people in Asia, they don't. They don't do a lot of driving. They hop on the train, hop on the bus, and that's their commute. And they're on there hours a day at times. And, um, you know, Nintendo is smart with, again, they're strategic with with what they release and what they uh, what they build. So it's, it's amazing it's, the grasp they've had on the handheld market yeah. forever. It, mm-hmm. And what's amazing is that Pokemon's at number two when I'd say 90-something percent of the games are only available handheld. I know there's been a few random Pokemon games that you could get mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. console system. Um, yeah. So that's that's pretty impressive. Um, well, and there's po- I bet you Pokemon Go has something to do with that, too. I'm sure. Yeah. 
So one thing, one thing I was sad to hear, not Punch Out's not on there. That's still my favorite franchise, <laughs> I think. Like, oh, not even trying to be a bingo square. <laughs> I actually just really like the Punch Out series. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, they haven't already done that one uh, for a while. They did it on the Wii, yeah. but that's a fun game. I, yeah. That's probably my, that, anyway, going back to like the classics, the original Punch Out might be my favorite Nintendo game of all time. I'm sure what Andrew would be proud of you for seeing that because he loves that game too. Oh, it's, it's, it, it's it's not a sports game it's a puzzle game you got to know when to mm-hmm. do certain things not yep. you know trying yeah to, because it's, people know how to beat the game blindfolded just upon the audio cues which is <laughs> insane but yes that's awesome but can you beat it with a banana God. <laughs> no I, I can't beat it at all nevertheless with a banana so i can well, get I, to soda pop pinsky and that's where i start to lose it yeah mm. i'm kind of in that boat too there there was a time when i could clear everyone through super macho man just i always struggled with dream or or tyson whichever but yeah anyway kids kids don't know the struggle of the nintendo days of uh not having a save file and you know you know (laughs) well that's where the whole days are spoiled with save points like come on man you know it was either leave the console on and get yelled at by your dad for wasting power or you know you get through the game (laughs) yeah well i well i mean that's why they say nintendo hard right that's why the term exists Mm. is because of days back in the day when you know mario brothers you can't save it mario brothers you can't continue you run out of your three lives you're done you're done or you get the konami code different game but right oh yeah yeah or the game genie or the yeah yeah yeah. oh i miss game genie game genie is such a so stupid and well they so still have wonderful. it it's just called dlc now yeah <laughs> it's you know pay what to win, right? you know what property win. um and clint correct me if i'm wrong here but i think this is a nintendo ip i miss bomberman mm. uh it's not it's, it's i not. believe it's capcom that owns it and okay. it's been on other consoles but it's uh, more most uh famous and played on the nintendo hands down yeah Super Bomberman, I, I spent mm-hmm. so many hours in mm-hmm. middle school oh, yeah. and high school, my early high school years, playing that at my friend's house. And that well, battle that mode, like, that was so yes, fun. That was like one of the first games that had four people you could play yeah. at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Chucking a bomb at your friend and blowing them up. What's not fun about that? There's still a, there's a Switch game for it that came out, I think, when the Switch came out, too. So it's still it's still definitely prominent Nintendo. I would be all over license. that. It's pretty it's good. cheap. It's good at multiplayer <laughs> games, yeah. Yeah. It's fun times. Sometimes. Anyway, what are some of your favorites? Uh, favorite growing up, or favorite IP, or favorite anything about Nintendo? To wrap, kind of put more on this. I love Mega Man. I'm. Uh, that's a Capcom fan. game, though. Um, yeah, it's Capcom, but it's same thing. It's always like you can't think of Mega Man and not think Nintendo, even right. though there are right. other versions on other platforms. It's always like I played. There's a Mega Man RPG for the PlayStation. I don't think I ever fully understood it, but. <laughs> You know, you can't beat the old. I, I'm with you. Can't beat the classics. Yeah. Do you guys ever? I mean, obviously, you guys all played Duck Hunt. Did you ever flip the coffee table over and hide behind the coffee table and shoot the ducks? <laughs> I no. wish I would have. No, no, I didn't. you guys never did that. No. I used to do it with my, with my buddies all the time. That's we'd, like, awesome. Flip the coffee table over, and we'd like pretend we're like you know hunting ducks from from cover. And the, did do the dog laugh the... at you? It did. Yeah. The dog laughed at us terribly. Do you remember when the Super Nintendo had the Super Scope? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a big bazooka. The bazooka. <laughs> yeah, the bazooka. And the whole two games that it worked with. Yeah. Yes. And that goes back to the whole Nintendo being gimmicky. No other consoles That's ever had exactly a game. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. yeah. The action pad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the NES advantage. Who the yeah. hell needed yeah. that big ass controller? Yeah. Oh, I had did. one. I had one no, too. The best controller. The best controller was the NES Max. Oh yeah. Mm. And, and if you think about it too, it was 
kind of ahead of its time as far Agreed. as the ergonomic design of it, you know, because that Nintendo controller, I mean, it's just a rectangle, but that, that NES Max had the, you know, the, um, the curve to it. And mm -hmm. it also had a, a trackpad on it too, as an option, in addition to the D pad, if I remember correctly, like I think the trackpad was in the middle of the D pad. I think you're uh, right. On that, that one. And, right. then it, it... and then it had the turbo buttons. That was a lifesaver. I mean, come on now. No the one's NES arguing Advantage on that, buddy. had the, the variable um, turbo wheel. You remember that? Mm -hmm. You could actually change it and then adjust how fast the, uh, the like the re, what am I doing? Rapid fire would go. That was the joystick one, right? The one yeah, that was the, like, the, yeah, big, the big the NES Advantage. One. But yeah, even yeah. that, that was in the 80s. That was way ahead of its time. Well, and then, and then there was the thing that was ahead of time that didn't work, the power glove. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was so silly. Hey, you could still that drive so a car silly. with it. <laughs> Luckily, our friend Alex has found ways to repurpose them. So Right. Yep. Friend so, of the anyway. show. Yes, but I mean, there's been there's been a lot over the years. And I mean, I'm happy. Obviously, they're still they're still kicking. But the times have changed. I mean, originally it was Nintendo and Atari. Then this, the next rendition came out it was Nintendo and Sega. Then they competed for a while. And then it's been Nintendo and PlayStation and Nintendo were supposed to originally work together. That fell through. That brought out the PlayStation. Then they got the Xbox involved. And, mm -hmm. you know, in between there, Atari tried to come back with the Jaguar and that fell yes, flat on its face. That was an awful was... system. How right. dare you forget about the TurboGrafx 16? Yes, I was so just going to mention, that. Just gonna mention <laughs> TurboGrafx, yeah. uh, Neo Geo. I oh, don't know Neo if you guys Geo. remember Neo Geo. Oh, with the, yeah. With the cartridges yeah. that were bigger than your uh -huh. face and were amazingly expensive especially for the 80s and um you know i mean we, they've just been so many different consoles but nintendo stuck it out say what you want they're still here and they're they doing the pretty original. well they're not yeah. going anywhere either nope hello metroid please yes <laughs> so if the president of nintendo uh satora iwata is listening yes friend of the podcast yes Mr. metroid please kudos to you for that. pronouncing his name correctly too i i yeah and i, I yeah well, either way, been I, on that. I have actually, I, yeah, well, anyway, but yes. You've been, call, you've been calling his office every day and being like, excuse me. <laughs> ahoy, ahoy. Yeah. Yeah. Much, <laughs> uh, much. No, no. Uh, yeah, no, 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 I have not. I would not press to the guy. I, I, I miss Reggie. Reggie, of course, was the uh, the president mm -hmm. here in North America. He seemed like a pretty down-to-earth guy. Now we have Bowser. There's really, like, guy's yeah, last name really is Bowser, who's yeah. involved in Nintendo here in America, which is strictly coincidental, but hilarious i don't believe it they, he's been waiting <laughs> rigged his whole his life was leading up to this moment he was it, bred in a lab for just this role yeah just either that or his name's like bauer and they're like we need to change that a little bit yeah we're, we're gonna officially change your name to bowser i mean if they change my well i don't know if my last name if they change my first name I, to get a job there i might be okay with that just change like, your middle name here just your name like, is now mario crockett okay yeah. or yoshi <laughs> yeah Hey, Yoshi's a good one. Yeah. How do you feel about Link? I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's do this. Um, so, well, yeah, anyway, we should wrap this up because uh, we've been talking for a while and we're not done. We're not done. No, we're actually not done. We're not because it's because... game time. We need See, to get like your eardrums. That, that thank sound. you. We need to get like an eight bit simulator sound of Joey saying that. Like it's gay. I don't. I can't do it. But yes. Let's Good try. Good try, yeah. Clint. A for know. effort. Clint was trying to auto-tune himself. I don't yes, know. Yes, right. Punch uh, yourself in the throat next time. <laughs> Keep going. Keep. Stay strong. Yeah. All right. So, 
this week's game is called Super Nintendo. Don't let Clint win again. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this is a 20 round buzz in style game uh, with points being plus 10 for a correct answer and minus 10 for an incorrect Ooh. answer. There are four traps. Uh, two of the traps are wager questions to where you can wager you know, whatever points you have. Uh, one of them is a donate 20 points. Uh, that's not of your own points. So you're just giving somebody 20 points. You're not okay. giving away yours. Okay. Uh, and then there is the ubiquitous switch points Ooh. trap, uh, which has got a little twist on it this time. If you land on this one first, you get 50 points for yourself automatically without having to even answer a question. Mm -hmm. so you got a one in 20 shot at starting off the game with 50 points. Uh, let's see. Um, there is a final round question. Uh, so we will get to that part. Uh, I'm going to have you all pick a number from one to a million and whoever <laughs> is closest will go first and will control the board. So Nate, I am writing the number down now. Okay. All right. One to a million. What's your guess? One million. Okay. Clint. <laughs> Did I win the game, Joey? Is that how um, I'm going to go with uh, five million or 500,000. Sorry. 500,000. All right, Ryan. One dollar, Bob. You're, you're going for, you're going for one. That's yep. your guess. Yep. Out of all the numbers to go one. <laughs> To a million. Yep. You guessed number one, which was the oh, number. Yeah. Wow. See? And you guys thought I was dumb. There you well, go. I, I still do. but we, Yeah, we still think you're dumb. but For different reasons. Yes. But well done, I guess. Wow. Well done. All well right. done, well done. And there's a lot for me to kind of uh, sort through here. So so please be patient as y'all call out your number for me to get to your question. But Ryan, you do control the board, so you may go first, sir. Uh, let's go halfway through and we'll go number 10. Number 10 question. That question is, and don't forget to, to buzz in uh, with your names. Mm -hmm. Ace Combat Assault Horizon Legacy Nintendo games are exclusive to which Nintendo system? I'm going to need a reread, please. Sure. Ace Combat Assault Horizon Legacy Nintendo games are exclusive to which Nintendo system? Hmm. I'm not guessing. Yeah, I'm Nobody's guessing. going with that one. <laughs> it was Nintendo 3DS. Oh, that wasn't what I was thinking, so I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these are, some of these are, are toughies. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know that. All That's right, okay. Ryan, you control the board? Four. Okay. Get to that one for us. Question number four. The character Jumpman from the first ever game to have a jumping player was later renamed to what? Clint? That would be Mario. Very good. That's exactly correct. Clint's on the board with 10 points and now controls the board. Six, please. Okay. Number six. Oh, it's a wager question already. Well, since I only have 10 points, I guess I'll wager 10 points. <laughs> Uh, you can triple it, Clint. I'm, I'm, all right. I'm you know what? Let's go. For broke. You know what? Let's go halfway. Twenty points, please. Twenty points. Now that you know that'll end up with negative ten if you get it wrong, though, right? Negative eight. I'm ready for it. Okay. <laughs> negative eight. All right. I here we go. You. 
Oh man, that's harsh. Why do you hate Keep that? Keep going. Man? Yeah. <laughs> Stay strong. Okay. What magazine published by Nintendo sold 1.5 million copies out the gate? I'm going to say Nintendo Power. Yeah, it is correct. Very good. I love Nintendo Power. Yes, I, I'm really so. Great. Uh, Chad, who was one of our first guests, actually still has a subscriber pin, and I'm very oh, jealous. No I would love to That's find awesome. mine. Wow. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was really cool. All right, sir, you're up to 30 points. And uh, 12, please. All righty. So we've done 10. I'm sorry, what have we done so far? Four, 10, 10, 12, 6. And 6. As well. Let me just write those down. Next question, which is the best-selling Nintendo handheld console of all time? And I need you to be very specific. Oh. You know, because they have so many different variations of names and stuff. So I know. I'm going to have you be specific. I'll probably get this wrong then. Um, ah, hell. Game Boy Color. No. Nate. Um, the Nintendo DS. That is correct. Wow. Very good. good job. I was thinking it, but I was like, everyone had a Game Boy. <laughs> nice job. Nate, you have control of the board, sir. Uh, let's go with number one because that was what Ryan guessed. What? You get to give 20 points to somebody. Congrats. Uh, can I give it to myself? <laughs> I was going to say, can I give it to myself? Nope. Not allowed. <laughs> You know this by now. Can you give him to you, Joey? Yeah, sure. I'll take 20 points. I may end up beating Ryan at this point if I end up with 20 points. Yeah, I got negative 10, so. Very I'll, negative. I'll, give it to somebody you're playing against. I'll give it to Ryan. Yeah. All right. Well, I got so 10. Ryan is up to, yes, 10. Very good with the math. Yeah, man. All right. You still have control of the board, though. Uh, we'll go two. Number two. Okay. The other side of my list. But that's fine. I don't hate you. All right. So in 1959, Nintendo contracted with which company to include the company's animated characters on their cards? 59, huh? I feel like only Clint would know this. Yeah, this seems like a very... I, I don't... Well, I mean, I have among a guess. the three of us, I think only you would know it because yeah. you know more of the history than we do. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know the answer, though. I'm not going to guess at it. Can I Can I guess for no points? As long as nobody else is okay. going to buzz in. Yeah, no. No? Or, yep. It's not Hanna-Barbera, is it? Nope. No? Who was it? Walt Disney. Walt Disney. Whoa. Okay. That's cool. I kind of figured really cool. that made sense. Weren't they a printing company first, Nintendo, right? The, Nintendo was oh, a playing... Were. Playing, card. playing cards, playing yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah. From 1889. Yeah, they've been around uh, forever. They actually started. Yeah, I didn't know that. Anyway, nice job, right? All right. Uh, Nate. Nate. Yep. Has control of the board. Uh, number 15. Kidoki. Number 15. Your question. In the handheld market, Nintendo has had many trials, the most successful being the amazingly addictive Game Boy, which was introduced to the world in 1989. However, Nintendo had another console sold as a quote-unquote portable system, but definitely was not. 
Released in 1995, it was a heavy and a dangerous console and a major flop. What was it called, Clint, since you already buzzed in? It is the Virtual Boy. Virtual Boy is correct. Very good. You now have control over the board. Because I'm interesting to play. AKA MC. I went to a friend's house that had it, and it was like headache inducing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seems like a nightmare. It it had an interesting. They could have worked a little more on it and made something out of it, but either way. All right. Um, the last one did Nate was did was fifteen, right? I'm gonna go twenty. Mm-hmm. All right, Clint, with your forty points, are now obligated to switch with someone. <laughs> Congrats! I had a feeling. Um, actually, okay, hit it now versus later, I think. But uh, let's see. So they both both of them have ten points. Is that right? Correct. Yes. Flip a coin. Let's give it to Ryan. Okay. Screw you, man. So, That's like saying, yeah, Ryan's going to lose. <laughs> Ryan now has 40 points. Clint now has 10. And Nate still has 10. We're like halfway through the game, though. So it could, it yeah, could be yeah, anything. Knowing my Clint. luck with these answers? Come on. Uh, let's <laughs> Control see. the board is still yours, sir. Eight, please. Okay. Number eight. And don't forget, there is still one more good trap. It's the uh, good trap. major one. <laughs> What? It is a good one. What are y'all laughing? I, no, no, no. I just, it's just a funny. He's thinking the word trap. That's why. <laughs> yeah, the good trap is a funny. For anyway, it's not, it's not like a TV show. The good trap. The good trap. With Mark Paul Gossler. All right. Question: Which Nintendo game was enhanced for the Super Game Boy and highlighted a banana yellow cartridge, which was later used for its sequels? Clint. Uh oh, shit. Uh, Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country is correct Jeez. for another 10 points. Very I was good. This Donkey Kong at first. I'm glad I thought that through. Okay. Woo. Control of the board still yours, sir. Uh, let's see. Let's do 14. Number 14. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is always good. Uh, the SNES made a huge profit, but it could have been revolutionary. A fact that many of us don't know is that Nintendo originally had a deal to develop an add-on Sony CD-ROM drive. Is that you, uh, buzzing in there already, Clint? Maybe. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it was called <laughs> yes. exactly right. SNES CD-ROM. No. Oh, Would right. you <laughs> like me to finish reading the question? Yes. yes. Actually, I didn't mean to press that, but there we are. <laughs> So, a fact that many of us don't know is that Nintendo originally had a deal to develop an add-on CD-ROM drive for the SNES, but after a standalone variant of the drive was made, Nintendo canceled the contract. The CD-ROM drive was improved and became one of the most popular consoles ever, with an unlimited library of games spanning every genre. Surely Nintendo regrets ending that contract because the famous gaming company that created it is none other than whom? That was a long-winded description. It would have been better if Clint wouldn't have tried to buzz in early and been wrong. True. Why does Clint keep buzzing in? Stop buzzing in. <laughs> Ryan. Sony. Sony is correct. Very good, Ryan. Clint buzzed in like 14 times trying to get his <laughs> points back. Ryan. Nope. Yeah. Overzealous. Ryan, you have, you have control over the board and the lead with 50 points. Uh, 13. 13. 
Like the other Nintendo game consoles, the GameCube had a nickname given to it during its development. What was the GameCube's mm. code name during mm. development? I'm not touching that. I actually don't know. I actually worked on GameCube games. <clears throat> and you don't know. Shame. I don't know. Because we. Oh. I, I didn't. Yeah. No. It makes sense you wouldn't know. Correct answer is codename Dolphin. I knew that. Did you? I Did you actually knew that? Yes. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, because we had, uh, yeah, we had dev kits. We have, uh, we had GameCube dev kits, and they were labeled dolphins. Mm. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I fucking knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Clint, uh, you have control of the board. I don't think I know. I do. Ryan, uh, nineteen. Okay, number nineteen. Which light gun shooter game was developed and published by Nintendo for the NES in 1984? Clint. Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt is correct. You're now up to 20 points and have control over the board. 16, please. Okay. Your next question, guys. When the SNES was first released nintendo fans everywhere were happy to find many great new games as well as attractively designed sequels of their favorite nes games but over in japan it wasn't called the nes snes excuse me what was it called clint super firecom super what now firecom no no is that not it no well no. ryan what is it then super famicom amicom that's right amicom is short for correct. family computer that's right i thought of that after i said yeah that. <laughs> There you went and just made it nerdy again. Good job, sir. Keeping it, keeping it on brand. On okay. brand. You now have control over the board and control over this game right now. We might not even need the final question at this point. Number three. Number three. Your question is, if it'll come up. There we go. In 1981, a game was developed by Miyamoto. It was one of the first video games that allowed the player character to jump. Can you name the game? Clint. Super Mario Bros. Incorrect. Oh, fucking right. <laughs> Ryan. Oh. Mario Brothers. Yep, yep, there it is. Incorrect. Oh, what? what? Nate, there's only really come one on, answer Nate. left. No. Oh, come I on. Go into Ryan. I don't want to hit Ryan points. The answer, I, the answer is Donkey Kong. The, the answer is Donkey Kong. Oh, yes. I always thought Whole Donkey Kong was Jumpman. after Mario Brothers. Mm -mm, it was oh. before. Okay. Obviously, right? Who has control over the board? Is it Ryan? I do. Ryan. Yeah. Yep. All right. Go ahead. Uh, seven. Number seven, and our uh, double wager one uh, is still available too. Just a FYI for you guys. Okay, your next question. Let me clear the chat. In 1993, Nintendo released a game that marked an industry breakthrough by being the first video game to make use of the Super FX chip. Can you name the game? Clint. Star Fox. Star Fox is correct. So you're back to 10 points. You're that away was a zero. From, Oof. All <laughs> you're right. away from Ryan points. Very good. Uh, you now have control over the board as well. Minor, please. 
Number nine, that is the other wager Ooh. question. I will let you wager as many points as you want. Ooh. Ryan, how many, how many points does Ryan have? Negative. Uh, Ryan has 50. You're going to let me beat Screw. you? 40 points. <laughs> 40 points is the wager. And your question... The much-loved Nintendo 3DS was released in what year? <laughs> the 3DS. Come on, super fan. You can do it. You can do this. I believe in you. 2006. Incorrect. Mm. That brings you down to negative 30 points. Correct answer was 2014. Oh, you oh, were wow. really off. I thought it, I thought the DS has been around. Yeah, I didn't get into the DS, so it makes sense. All right, fair enough. Nintendo 3DS, right? 3DS. Maybe of thinking the regular DS. I don't know. Maybe that number is yeah. closer. That year's oh, well. closer. To that one. Still <laughs> my board. Yeah, I get those free points. Right. Uh, number yeah. five, please. Get an F in the chat for for Clint. <laughs> F for five. Okay, your question, guys. In 1988. Uh, the Nintendo team managed to develop the first handheld video game console to be compatible with interchangeable cartridges. What was it called? Is that Clint first? It is yeah, Clint. Yeah. Game Boy. Game Boy, you're now at negative 20. I got a hole at this point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, let's go 11. Please. Okay. Question number 11. Yoshi's Crafted World is exclusive to which Nintendo console? Clint. Oh shit. Um <laughs> Crafted World. Um shoot, I was thinking I was thinking the other one. I was thinking um Crafted World is Switch. Switch is correct. Now you're at negative 10 points. All right. Well, let's just keep going. Uh I think we only have 17 and 18 left. So 17, please. Uh, I've got three left on mine, unless I forgot to mark one off. I got 16, 17, and 18 available. I'm pretty sure we did off. 16. Yeah, you just I have it marked off as well. Okay, okay, 17, please. I missed one of my own. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. 17 for everybody. I just lost it. I'm sorry. Here we go. <laughs> what happens after you fire a banana gun in Super Smash Brothers? Oh, I don't know. No, I'll play that. Come on, Clint. A banana gun? In Super Smash Brothers? Huh. It turns into a banana peel is the correct <laughs> answer. Wow. Okay. I don't even know who fires that. I'm guessing Donkey Kong, but... I'd assume. Yeah. All right, then I guess that's 18 left. Here we go. In Animal Crossing, which currency do you use to pay... Tom for your startup supplies. Oh crap. What are they called? Why do I forget this? Because I yes. played this. We all played it. That's a thing. I lose this question yeah. by default because I've never played Animal Crossing ever. Um, oh, I know what it is. Got it. Clint. It's bells. Oh yeah, exactly. Mm. That's what it is. Or not what it says. It's bells and and yeah, it should be one. bells. Yeah, and the recent one is bells. It's says... like Nook Dollar or uh, uh what's his name? Nook dollars or something like that. It says Nook miles. Mm. Not in the Is racing not game. Correct? No. It might have been bells, another game. Yeah. 
pretty sure okay. it's bells. I remember well, hearing I'll... the term bells on Sully's stream. All right. Well, I'll give it to Clint and let him finish with zero points. <laughs> yes, that was, that's all I really wanted at this <laughs> point. Last place, Nate's got ten in second place, and our winner surprisingly yeah. is Ryan with fifty. It didn't even need the final Jeopardy style question. And congrats again on accomplishing winning Super Nintendo. Don't let Clint win again. Yeah, Can we know what the final final. Yeah, what was the final been? question? Just for fun. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I'll get to it. Um, which and, and this was kind of on brand for the anniversary stuff um going on although it's a little off because i didn't want it to be a dead giveaway but which legend of zelda game celebrated its 20th anniversary in 2020 2020 clint's doing math in his head i can try and see the gears are grinding uh i don't know this one for sure yeah i don't know this one Majora's Mask is correct. Oh, nice. There you go. You know what? I'll give you one point so you don't end up with zero. <laughs> <laughs> so still in third that. and last place. At least you don't have Ryan points. <laughs> he didn't get Ryan points. The quote-unquote Nintendo fanboy. Well, how, wait, wait, how many of my points, how many of Ryan's points were earned by me? That's true. It doesn't matter. That's the logistics. <laughs> 40. It's the beauty of this game. Right, right. Anyway. Um, no. Thank you, Joey. Yeah, that was uh, fun. For the return of the game. And Clint didn't win, so that made this game twice as sweet. Oh, Congratulations, that's a, Ryan. That's, that's a, a great score. Um, great yeah, there were some good questions in there. I was not prepared. It's a lot of Nintendo knowledge that I didn't know. I thought Clint had more Nintendo knowledge than that. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, my handheld knowledge. There was a time, I think, like after high school. So like the 64 and the GameCube and all the DS stuff, I just have no, no history of at mm -hmm. all. So it is what it is. Good times. So, Good topic. So yeah. I feel like we could keep going on and on and on about uh, classic Nintendo and all the stuff that we grew up on, but maybe another episode. We'll probably do that again because that was a lot of fun and uh, very easy to get lost in and, and, and keep talking about. So something, something to think about for the future. There you go. Hmm. Thank you again, Joy, for the game. It was good times. Good times. Good times. Yeah. So just for clarification on, on the website, uh, it says there will be several loans to pay to dear old Tom Nook as you progress through Animal Crossing New Horizons. Isn't that mm -hmm. the new one? Mm -hmm. It says the first loan that you must repay is the island getaway package. It says to pay off your debt, you'll either need 49,800 bells or mm -hmm. 5,000 Nook miles. Gotcha. So we were both right and we were both wrong. What a well, great day. Nook miles, I'm trying to remember <laughs> what Nook miles are used for. Aren't Nook miles? Apparently for paying back Tom Nook. Yeah, apparently. But I... <laughs> Yeah, Nook Miles is for um for the kiosk, isn't it? Like for the ATM where you get like recipes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I I guess yeah. You can but pay I it off. Yeah, I didn't know that. Hmm. It's been a while since I played, obviously. Maybe the, the new more Mario you know. will get me to it. There you go. Maybe <laughs> so. Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. All right. Thank you everyone for joining us again this week. Uh lots of fun Nintendo talk. Um really quickly now our schedule for this upcoming week. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, Ryan will be streaming Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturday, work depending. Uh, you can find him on twitch.tv slash Asian Tony Stark. Uh, Tuesday night, you'll see Clint on the underscore dorksman uh, mm -hmm. Twitch channel. He will be playing Nintendo. Is he splatooning or what are you doing this week? I'm going to actually let the people vote. I don't know if Whoa, we're going to play uh, Mario Kart or if we're going to play the new Super Mario 3D World. Um, again, we'll put it to a vote and see what people want us to play. 
both very, very fun options. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you're tuning in on Friday nights, uh, twitch.tv, the underscore dorksman. Uh, we will be doing Dorksman Game Night, Jackbox Games. Um, big shout out to Clint and Ryan this week. I know when I logged in, there was someone acting up, uh, <laughs> being trying to be funny, uh, but these guys shut shut that down real quick. Um, just a reminder, if you're listening to us and want to hang out on a Friday nights, we are there to have a good time. Uh, we do occasionally go off the rails with our jokes, but please leave the negativity and the racism and any other of that bullshit out of there because mm-hmm. we will not allow it. It will not go well for you and you will not be welcome back. So feel free to feel free to make fun of me. Just yeah. don't make fun of a general group of people, basically. Yeah. yeah. Don't be an asshole is all we right. ask. And Come to we want our friends from Nerdy Curious, don't be a dick. I like there it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to add before we wrap it up for today? No. Glad to have no. the game back. Good episode. Looking forward yeah. to uh, to more Ask Dorksman questions. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yes. Check you guys later. Yeah. And uh, with that, that's my secret. I'm always angry. A sword wields no strength unless the hand that holds it has courage. Word homies? (laughs) Please no gang signs.